I have a question for you. What do you know about stem cells? What if you could activate your own stem cells naturally? Are you suffering from any signs of aging? Gray hair, saggy skin, aches and pains throughout your body, not sleeping through the night? I have found something that has helped to redefine my aging, that has helped to give me more energy. I'm sleeping better at night. My stamina is increased. And any pain and tension and stress, inflammation, gone. Have you heard about the new stem cell activation technology? What if you could activate your own stem cells for less than a cup of coffee a day? I've been using stem cell activating patches for over 13 years. They have been life-changing for me. Head over to jenniferpilates.com, click on the X39 stem cell activation patch, and let's continue this conversation and get you to the healthiest you you've ever been. Welcome to Empowered Within, a soul-quenching, transformational podcast that will set your soul on fire. Through candid and inspiring conversations, leading experts, celebrities, healers, and I share our journeys of how we've overcome challenges to living an empowered life from within. I'm your host, Jennifer Pilates. Welcome to another episode of Empowered Within. Hello, everyone. Today is a very special day on our Empowered Within podcast. Today's guest is my longtime friend and soul family member, Sharon McValler. Through her spiritual work, Sharon brings forward her gifts through giving guidance, working as a medium, helping souls cross over, past lives integration. She's a channeler, a visionary, an energetic healer, and as a storyteller, helps people to understand what is going on in their lives. Through her sessions, Sharon brings you to a place of renewed hope and faith. Welcome to the show, Sharon. How are you? I'm doing great, Jennifer. Thank you so much for having me here. Oh, thank you, Sharon. I'm so honored and blessed to have you on the show. I feel like this makes everything perfect, having your energy as the blessing in our first of many podcasts to come. So I wanted to tell everyone the story of how you and I met. It's such a special story to both of us. Four or five years ago, Sharon and I met in Scottsdale at a friend's birthday party. And the moment that we met, Sharon came in and sat down at the table. And we looked across the table and our eyes locked. And it was like nothing either one of us have ever felt before. Do you remember that moment, Sharon? I do. I do. I always say that I refer to you as... My fairy godmother, my spiritual mentor, who's guiding me on my spiritual journey. And from that moment, I feel like we've been inseparable. Even though now we don't currently live in the same states, I just always feel you right by my side. And I'm so blessed to have you in my life. Thank you. But I've also been blessed to have you in my life. I think that it, this is also how spirit works. That synchronicity, those unexpected twists and turns that you can never quite predict. That you just go, wow. That happened. Oh, my goodness. It is. It is. And talking about wild and spiritual turns, I know that you've told me years ago some of your story as to how you found out that you were so spiritually gifted. And I'm wondering if you'd be so kind as to share that story with our audience. I know that there's others like myself out there who are beckoning on that journey. And we, you and I have even spoken. There isn't that 101 book to help guide you. I think that so many can resonate with your story. I would love for you to tell a bit about 
about how you've come onto your path and awoken to your amazing gifts. Thank you. I would be honored to. My journey is very different than many people, okay, because many people start many years before I did. I actually didn't get on this path, the spiritual path, till I was 44. Now, we can say that's when my life started. But when I look back, I look at how my faith was built up. I came, my dad was a a Baptist minister. My mom was involved in playing music for the church. And I was really a gun-ho Christian. I went and knocked on doors and handed out tracts and was very involved in so many ways. And then my 20s were all about having kids. And then it went from kids to having to go through divorce. And so all these changes were going on in my life. And yet the thing that when I I turned, it was 10 years before that, that actually the alarm went off, okay, or this bell that said, there's something more here. There's something more here. And I'd always been intrigued with things that were psychic or whatever, but I just always flunked those little symbol tests. Like, you, you're you really psychic if you give five out of, what, eight out of ten or whatever. And I'd be like, if I got three or four, and I'd be just going, okay, I'm not psychic today. So anyway, when I got into my mid-40s, I had remarried, had moved out of the area. and But like I said, ten years before that, it was like my first wake-up. I went out and got tarot cards. I went to a couple of different readers, very interesting readers, like an animal spirit reader. Somebody else was a Chandler. It was just very interesting. And then it was like, because of the person I was with at that time, it all shut down. I allowed it to shut down for 10 years. But in that 10 years, my kids had graduated from school, had gone on into their own life. I was getting remarried. I was moving out of the area. Everything that I knew went away. And I'm up in this country... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> far away from anything. And at that time, it was all about the chat rooms. And so I started to check out chat rooms. And there's this one from England. And because of the times that I worked, it was ideal in the time delay for me to connect. And I would be working my 40 hours. And then I had 20 hours of drive time every week to get to work and back home. And after I got home from work, I'd be on it from 10 o'clock at night till 1, 2 o'clock in the morning every day for months. And this is where I found out that just by feeling somebody's name, because this is long before voice chat or video, and it was all audio, but I would see that different things about this person. And then I'd hear somebody else saying the same thing that was coming through. And I'm like, Oh, wow. I got that. I I got that. And so that was my turning point because it started to show me that I was really there psychically or spiritually in so many different ways. And so this journey started to open up at that point. And I joined another chat room that was in Kansas. And I always think of Dorothy in Kansas, click and go home. It was that way. It brought me home to the other gifts and the other experiences. But then I had a big, huge problem, Chen. I could not figure out who I was before to who I'd become. And it took me, I think, another year or two before I realized that I had all these gifts, I just didn't equate them as spiritual. I didn't equate them as being psychic. I didn't equate them into the spiritual path until I started to look back and go, wait a minute. I've always listened, not always, but predominantly have listened to this voice in my head, predominantly have sang crazy zangy songs that I made up. I have predominantly got the essence that other people were there that were not there. Okay, And I started to realize that the problem wasn't what the spiritual gifts were. It was what did I come in with and translating that into what 
we now call clairaudience, clairvoyance, et cetera, et cetera. And it was, that was the turning of the tide for me. It was that realization of what I came in with and how that could grow and become so much more than what it had been. But during those times before I turned 44, it was all about learning about faith in God. It was about hope. It was about stepping into that with a bigger awareness than what was happening in my life. It was, I would tell my kids, this is what we're going to do. We're going to keep having faith. We're going to keep holding on. There's hope, there's hope there. And these were lessons that I needed to have, but also to give to my kids as well as to the workplace. And then when I got on this path, all those lessons that I had worked so hard on took 500 steps forward, but I needed all that background. So we can say, oh my God, you poor you know, woman, you waited till you were 44 to wake up. The other side of the story was, I was already working in so many different ways before I woke up before I got on this path. It's, I don't know that people know what's there until somebody gives them a word that says, this is who you are. This is what this means. This is how it translates. So many people that I've met are impasse. And so it's about how things feel or when they touch something, what, how it responds to them. I was thinking about, for me, one of the most powerful things to do is to do a handshake. It's in that handshake that I know that spirit's got a message for them or that they're in distress or that they're needing something. And it's like that exchange happens at that point. And then I'll break away from the handshake and look at them like, is it time now? Yes, it's time. And go right into whatever they need to have. There's so many things that we didn't waste our life. Even if we made all these wrong choices and we went off on these strange roads, which I've done many times, by the way, those roads are teaching us deeper truths, deeper realities, and we can go, man, I got into a whole mess of trouble on that path. But we still learned. And as long as we're learning, that path maybe gave us a deeper essence of truth or understanding or teaching us about patience in so many different ways that that was part of what we chose to learn at that point. There's that story of you're between the rock and the hard place, which one do you choose? <laughs> and up to that point, you're going, I don't want either one. Come on, God, give me the flowers and the roses and let everything come up wonderful. And yet you're here at the rock and the hard place. So what are you going to do? You have to do something. But it's when we make that tough decision that we realize what we're ready for at that point. It does. It makes it perfect in its own way because we made that choice. And that's the thing with the spiritual path. It's all about choices. How are we going to respond today? What are we going to reach for? What are we open for? What are we opening to is the bigger questions than normal. So the fact that I was 44, I had all this life experience. I had gone down many of those weird trails. I had learned very deep lessons in ways that I don't know that I would go recommend that. At the same token, I learned so much from those paths. And they gave me so much more depth because I went through those tough st stages in life. I think that people think that if you're on a spiritual path, that nothing bad happens to you. People think that, yes. Yeah. All unicorns and lollipops. Yeah, and, and the harsh reality is that when were you expecting to learn then? It's like going to school. Did you think that every day was going to be awesome and amazing? 
or were you dreading that test and that quiz? Did you not like this one teacher more than the other teacher? Why? Because one teacher really responded to how you learn. The other teacher was like the hardcore facts. You're going to get it this way. And it's not till somebody else comes in and teaches it to us the way that we connect with that we're going to actually enjoy it. But up to that point, we're having to deal with all of that. So it's this surreal world that we have these pink, rosy glasses on that nothing can touch me on the spiritual path. And I'm thinking that's when it's going to hit you because we have to learn about faith. We have to learn about making peace with ourselves. We have to learn how to love ourselves before we can send that out to anybody else. That's going to come through those tough lessons, those tough moments in life. But there's no grading going on. It's, okay, you didn't get in. This is your 5,050th time of doing it. It's okay. It's okay. Because God's all about the grace and the mercy and compassion. Okay, Sharon was closer this time than she was the last time. She got two more steps forward. Sure. Okay, good. Okay, let's, let's get her a little, let's take this lesson a little bit deeper now. Or they'll bring back an old lesson and you're like, why is this back? It's because we have to learn it from a higher level of understanding. So when you start to look at this spiritual path, which is so amazing in so many ways and yet so befuddling in others because we don't have all the lingo. Okay, the lingo is like the clear audience, the clairvoyance, all those clairs. And when we start to realize this is what we came in with, this is when I shut it down. It was just too much for me to deal with. This is what happened. And we turn that what happened into that greater understanding of there's something more there, that life becomes magical in a whole different way beyond what we could have envisioned. Mm. Long answer to the short question. I, I think it sums up so much that you and I always speak of being on the spiritual path and on the journey. And so I have this question for you because I know some people go, oh, yeah, I was really good. I was on my spiritual path and then I took a hard left and it was just a rocky road for a while, but now I'm back on it. And my question to you is, do you think we ever actually leave that path, or is it just that maybe we chose the windy way that one time? I, number one, I don't think it's just one. True. Too many past lives we're going to go down. Like I play this game, and, and it's all connected to when I start looking at the game. It's set up pretty much the same way every two, three times or whatever. And once you get the patterning down, you can figure it out. Mm -hmm. But we all make these choices. I, I want to go back to the word choices because... It's really about where we're at in that moment. I do think that we make those conscious choices to make that hard left for whatever reason or to get off our path and say, you know what? Okay, I've been good too long and I want to go have some fun. And we equate fun with trouble. And although we would say, no, I didn't ask for trouble, God. I just wanted a good time. I wanted to step away. I, I think that's just all human nature. But it's, I think what's so tremendous about that, Jen, is the fact that we are brought back exactly when we need to be brought back onto that main road again. We can be off on this windy, trippy road, and it can take us 10 years, it can take us two years, it can take us 20, 30 years. But at some point, we are going to be brought back on that path. It might be a hard right, Although I would have said it's a hard right off the road and a hard left, which is usually spiritual, to get back on that main drag called our purpose. It's, but we have time. 
we have time in one essence and other people, I will tell you that when I read for them, it's, I can see that this is their life changing time. This is when they're going to be brought back to the fold. This is when they're going to have to make a decision and spirit will make that very clear. Oh my goodness. This, they're going to be brought back in this next year. Okay. And then I'll step back and I'll, and I'll hear how they've moved ahead, step behind, moved ahead, step behind. But they're getting there. They're getting there. And so there's something about we're, we're given permission, if you will. I don't even like that word permission. But we have the right to choose the path that we're going to walk on. But when is our time? Because we all came with this life plan to finish and do and fulfill. It's that we're going to be led back on the main drag path when it's time. It's almost like universe going, okay, haven't you played enough? Okay, we're done with you playing. It's time to get serious now. Let's go. And it's that hard left that's going to put you back on that path. And then it's that cleanup time or scoring away time. So that's my version of the story. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that you could go to every person and they'd have a different conclusion. But that's what I've seen. That's what I've experienced. That's what I know at this point to be true. I have a question for you. What do you know about stem cells? What if you could activate your own stem cells naturally? Are you suffering from any signs of aging? I finally found something that helps me, giving me more energy. I'm able to sleep through the night, no longer having any SI issues or pains or inflammation. Have you heard about the new stem cell activation technology? What if you could activate your own stem cells for less than a cup of coffee a day? I've been using stem cell activating patches for over 13 years. They have been life-changing for me. Head over to jenniferpilates.com and click on the link for stem cell activation patches to learn more. Again, head over to jenniferpilates.com so that you can learn more about the new stem cell activation patches to become a better, healthier, more amazing you. It it completely makes sense. And I'm glad that you're able to clear that up. I think that's going to help a lot of people because sometimes people get really down on themselves thinking that maybe they, that they did, that they took this hard left and, you know, what a disaster. And thank goodness I'm back on the yellow brick road when in fact you don't have to be so hard on yourself. It's just part of your journey and it's something to embrace and to learn from. And I know from you, it has always been engraved in me that there is a lesson and a blessing in everything. And I always remember that and I always hear you in my head in those tough moments and in those great moments. Yes, I often tell people about this one quote that I saw in this book. I don't even know what the book was anymore, but I remember this one line and it was face your fear and the blessing will follow. And there are times literally that I've said to God, listen, I will deal with this fear right now, but I want my damn blessing. (laughs) And I think sometimes it's that you fake it till you make it. It's you may not... I remember going into work and, and just feeling like crap, and I would dress to the nines or tens. I'd have my heels and nylons and a great dress on. Meanwhile, I'm going in where everybody's wearing jeans and T-shirts. I would make it a point to look so phenomenal that day because I felt so crappy. Mm-hmm. But putting on that outfit made me feel awesome. And I would still recognize that I didn't feel good, but I was going to have a good day. I was going to make it through that day. I was going to claim it. 
And I always did. I always did. So it's, are you expected to know everything? No, I'm not. I've been on this path for like 20 years now. See how anciently old I am. And I'm still learning every day. And I learn things that I didn't learn in all the years before. Because as we learn, we're getting deeper and a higher understanding of what is there for us to grab hold of. And that's so redeeming. There's no... God's not sitting here judging you. He's not saying, how dare you take that path? I told you not to. No. But when God's had enough of you playing around, is it going to yank your chain? Yes. Oh, yes. yes because he, he doesn't want you to miss out on what you have for your life. And I think sometimes the people that I've met have gone through the worst hells in life and have become such amazing people. And the other people who have had a mild kind of life because they're adamant to always do good and all that stuff, their life has changed profoundly in a different way. They have different lessons, but those lessons still count. I I think that's the other thing that people are just thinking that there's good or bad. It's not about good and bad. It's about all the gray areas in between. Are you getting back into more of a balance? Are you in harmony? Are you at a point of peace yet? What did you make peace with today? are the bigger questions than I'm all good or I'm all bad. Get away from those extremes. They're not doing anything for anybody. Mm-hmm. We need to look at God as this unconditionally loved, loving son or spirit that is there who who just wants the very best for us, period. That's beautiful. He's going to love us no matter mm-hmm. what we do, but he's going to be so thankful when we get back on that main drag and go, yeah, let's go for it. Let's go. I've got this mission in life. Let's go. But until we get that there's something bigger and we can envision, we envision we got to go to work today. We got bills to pay today. We have the sleep. We we need to eat and we need to love our families or our kids or whatever. And that's what we think our little world is. And we forget that our world had a much bigger aspect to it than just that. Sharon, what would you say is your biggest aha moment that you've had when it comes to your spiritual growth and the awakening of your gifts? I think I've had so many aha moments that (laughs) it's almost surreal. I think one of my big ones this last year was actually sitting on my back porch and I would sit out there and I remember just sitting out there one day and it was just like I wasn't thinking about anything. I wasn't processing anything. I was just enjoying the breeze and the birds singing and the tree branches moving and just sitting there and it was just like this most amazing moment of just being and it was in that stillness that I could hear God talk in a whole different way but even without God talking there's a sense of peace that hadn't been there before and it was this aha moment of what I'd been missing working two jobs and taking care of kids and and paying bills and all the other traditional stuff that we were just talking about But it moved me beyond the space of how things had always been. And that was my big aha moment this year. And it's one I've shared many times because of how profoundly it affected me. Oh, absolutely. That's such a special gift and a moment to have. What a blessing. It is, and it was. Wow. So, Sharon, I'm sure at this point people are saying, oh, my gosh, I need to call her. And I would love to to share you with the world because your gifts are so amazing, your energy. I am your biggest fan. What can one expect from a session? Well, I think number one is that I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to judge. God's not, why am I judging you? 
Mm-hmm. Okay, we've all lived a life. So it's I, I look at a session with somebody like sitting down with your friend. And you don't have to explain your whole life story because the part of the story you need the answer to is why I'm there, okay? And I ask people to ask questions because otherwise it's tell me about myself. And I remember doing that way years ago. And five hours later, I was done. And the woman called me up the next week and went, I need to know about X. And I'm like, my God, you just had a five-hour session. And I realized then that the questions help to bring a point of where do I need to look around them for this answer? And it was much more pointed and much more what they needed. And so can somebody give you a lot of information? Yes, but if you're not ready for it, then why are we going there? So sometimes it's about the information that comes through. Sometimes it's about the questions that person has, but it's like sitting down and having coffee with a friend and realizing that this friend is being a messenger from God to bring in wisdom and knowledge for you, understanding, and helping you to come to a point of peace, knowing that there's something more out there. I, w- I would equate it to sitting down with as a friend and just talking about where you're at and what's going on and the challenge that you're dealing with and the step to help you move forward. That's how I would describe it, Jen. I would definitely describe it as that. Sharon, you have been such a blessing in my life. It just... It leaves me speechless. It truly does at moments because you are so special to me. And for me, it's always been, I think I'll pick up the phone and I'll, I'll, I'm thinking I'm calling for a session about one thing and it totally turns into this huge, most amazing message in another way. And I think that's the miracle that you bring through. That's the blessing that you are here on earth. And you do it in such a wonderful way we're just having a chat, but oh, by the way, you're going to get this message, whatever it is that you're needing. (laughs) And I'm definitely a very sensitive human being empath. You have always mastered that sea with me in such ways than when you've always known when you've really needed to lay it to me and versus when it's like, okay, I need to hold her hand on this one. And anyone that's considering a session with you, whether it's to talk to a loved one that's passed over or for healing or to have that amazing spiritual mentor on your journey for mm-hmm. me that is you are that and my fairy godmother bibbity bobbity boo <laughs> for sure <laughs> and my friend that i love to just to have a hoot and a good time with yes mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely so if there's one piece of advice that you could give to someone on their spiritual journey what would that be i would say keep the faith and know that nobody's asking you to make a giant leaping leap off the damn mountaintop, take instead the smallest step that you can ever envision. In the Bible, it talks about, you know, faith as a mustard seed, and that mustard seed is so puny. It's so puny. That's all the faith you need to have. So God's like, just trust that process. Take one little itchy-bitchy step. Okay, see, you live through it. Take the next one. And as we take those little steps, they add up to being big steps to the point that we're feeling confident now we can take a bigger step. And it it's okay. Nobody's asking you to be perfect today. It's not about perfection. It's about learning what you came here to learn and to enjoy life. Love life. Love God. Love life and and live in balance. But the most important thing, I think, is to have faith in something more than what you just bring to the table by yourself. When you bring God into that or spirit into your life, it opens up your life in all these different dimensions and ways that you can't imagine. And that's the amazing aspect of this journey. But have faith and hope. Mm-hmm. Faith and hope will get us everywhere. 
I agree. Mm-hmm. So tell me, Sharon, you and I are great friends and, and it feels like we've known each other for eons and we probably have for Lord knows how many beautiful lives that we've each had on and off this beautiful planet. What is one thing that no one knows about you? Oh, <laughs> I was just talking about this yesterday with somebody and I was telling them about me being worried because I'm moving and I don't even know where I'm moving to, but I'm moving out on Saturday. So it's just this crazy period of time. And I was told from the get-go earlier in the month that this is a a higher level of faith. And I went, okay, can I just go back to how it used to be? Why do I have to learn this new level? And it was funny because Spirit came in and said, no, you need, you're almost there. Just keep going. (laughs) I remember this, this friend of mine going, Oh, I never got that you were worried about anything or that you feared anything, Sharon. You're so fearless. And I said, I'm still human. And I think that's the thing that people forget. They they put you up on this pedestal. Oh, you haven't had to conquer anything. And I'm like, oh, my God, I've had to conquer the world in so many ways. And yet I'm grateful or thankful that I've, I've overcome that stuff. But don't look at me as being this uh, perfect person because I've been on this path for 20 years. No, I'm working this like everybody else. I'm just like doing it at a different level of vibration. But I have my fears, but I look at it and I go, is my faith stronger than my fear? Yes. Then I'm okay. What can I do to eliminate this fear? How can I take the fear strings off of my faith? And I do that continuously. So I think that's my biggest aha moment was when a girlfriend of mine was like, you don't have any fears. Yes, I do. Wait a minute. I'm still human here. Uh, yeah. You think everything is peachy king? It, it, it is, but it doesn't mean I didn't have to work through it. It doesn't mean that I didn't have to face anything. It means that I faced it. I dealt with it and I moved through it. That's the difference. Beautiful. I would have said the same thing. I know you as being fearless and you have always been an amazing rock for me through so many ups and downs and valleys. I would have never, ever thought to put you and the word fear in the same sentence ever. But what I've worked through has been a lot of fears Mm -hmm. because of the faith, the amount of faith that I have in the process. And you teach that so well. You teach, you really do. I have learned so much from you on that aspect and you have helped to make me a better human being and empath and spiritual person. Your knowledge and your insights and your blessing that you share is so beautiful. I I would say that's one of the payoffs of taking all those side trips. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I like it. All right. So we're coming to that time in the show, Sharon, where I always ask this one question. Are you ready? Are you ready? All right. Okay, here it is. What legacy would you like to leave behind? I would be able to continue to touch and to change people's lives and for themselves. It's like turning on that light and seeing it go from a dim little light to where they're just glowing and just full of spirit. That That is my wish. It comes through teaching. It comes through the readings. It comes through the healings. It comes in a multitude of ways, and that's what I hope my legacy continues to become. I know that it will. I know that your light will live on for many years, many planets, many universes to come. I am sure of it. You are that powerful of a human being. (laughs) So, Sharon, you are. You absolutely are. So, Sharon, where can our listeners find you if they want to connect, book a reading? Where should they look for you? They can go to my OnlySharon.com page. 
that's a great way of connecting with me. My phone number's on there. Feel free to drop me a text. You can call me, but I'm in New Mexico, so that might be a whole different time zone. The best way to do it is just through text, and I'll respond as quickly as I'm guided to, but usually it's pretty quick. That's the best way. The other thing that I wanted to talk about is that I have a Facebook page that I'm I'm on Facebook Live every Thursday at 111 Mountain Standard Time, and it's called Authentically Sharon. And this is just a weekly thing on Thursdays where I'm sitting down and giving you what Spirit has given me to tell everybody, including myself, about what's happening now and what we need to be aware of. So that's also a great way of tuning in. So that's, And then I have a Facebook um, page, which is Sharon McBaller. So any of those choices will get you right to me. And I think that's a great way if you have loved hearing Sharon today and you'd like to experience her more. It's a wonderful way to take one more step forward. And she has audio and video that day. So you can actually see Sharon and see her beautiful eyes and feel her energy even more. Once again, can you just repeat your website for our listeners? Yes, it's onlysharon.com. And on our show page, we'll have the show notes and we'll include all of that information as well in case our listeners didn't get it here. Sharon, I want to thank you again for being on the show. It truly just brings tears to my eyes because it makes this such a blessing and makes it so real for me since this is the beginning of my podcast journey. And I thank you so much for being a part of it. Thank you for inviting me to be here. The honor is truly mine. Thank you. Oh, thank you. And as we say on the show, until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Empowered Within with Jennifer Pilates. Your feedback is important. It helps me to connect with you and gives me insight into who you are and what you're enjoying about the show. For today's show notes and discount codes from today's sponsors, head over to jenniferpilates.com. Until next time, may you live an empowered life from within.